0: On today's Locked on Bama, we're going to unfortunately talk about an Alabama player that we all love that got in a little bit of trouble in Denver. We're also going to talk some SEC scheduling for the future, and we're going to talk some recruiting. A lot of interesting recruiting news out there. We're going to do all that on today's Locked on Bama, so you all stay with us.
1: doing really well a uh, little little uh disappointed about that jerry judy news let's uh let's talk about it
0: let's do talk about it first of all i gotta tell everybody that you kind of look like
1: skeletor right now i mean you got oh. these those shading on your eyes and anyway
0: <laughs> i don't of- exactly <laughs> pay as
1: much attention to lighting as i should now that i'm on tv every day and i didn't even address or look at the light i just sat down and turned this thing on and yeah i'm in the uh Tuscaloosa condo. At least, hey, it's an Alabama show, and I'm. You are looking live at Tuscaloosa, Alabama, or at least the ceiling, in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. <laughs> Let's do talk about Jerry Judy. Let's start there. What the heck happened, Jimmy? I don't know what what did. I mean, I know he's arrested. I know there's some sort of uh, bizarre misdemeanor looking. It's it's charges. a
0: domestic charge, is what the what they said. So I assume that's domestic violence.
1: Uh, but did, did he uh? It's not a felony, correct?
0: Correct. Okay, that's good.
1: Now, domestic, I have a lot of work experience with this in my former life. Um, Domestic violence is basically a charge for anything that even includes destruction of property or vandalism of property, belonging to someone you have been uh, or are with in a romantic relationship with. This could be extraordinarily minor though it probably doesn't reflect well on uh on jerry at all but i always want to distinguish it because i did see some very serious domestic violence cases when i was practicing law and uh the felonies are reserved for uh, physical contact with injury uh and and those are in my opinion almost always deserving jail time prison time uh but uh I, I, it obviously doesn't appear to be the case here it's some level of uh, misdemeanor.
0: Whatever. Um, Boy, you just hate to see it, especially when one of his running mates from Alabama and Henry Ruggs in in his class has already gone through some some pretty horrific stuff in his own right. I mean, you, you would think that Henry Ruggs alone would be enough for anybody from Alabama therefore close enough to the situation to know to, to toe the line for several years. And just, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's a speeding ticket, pay the fine. If it's a, you, you destroyed somebody's property by accident. And, but you were like, I didn't think it was really my fault. Pay the fine, do whatever you got to do. Just stay out of the limelight this way. And, um, you know, I've always said this, Jimmy, that the NCAA in its infinite wisdom is always Uh, tried to put the student in student-athlete. Well, that was cool back in the uh, 1800s, back when that was really what it was. It's not that way anymore. So what I've always said is that, especially now with NBA players and and only staying one year and football players staying three years, that they should be allowed to take classes like financial management. And I'm not talking about banker-level shit. I'm talking about, hey, when you get a huge check, you don't spend it on beer and women immediately. I know that is an old political joke, but that's not what you do. You you put some of it in the bank. Now, if you want to spend some of it on a nicer car, go for it. But here's how you really manage money in a Dave Ramsey-esque fashion. Um, take classes about public speaking. Take classes about manners. Take cl- anything like that. You skip English. Skip 18th century English. Skip uh, history. I skip math unless it's counting them dollar bills. Don't, don't worry about all the classes we had to take as regular human beings. Will Anderson is a freak of nature. He should not have to take the classes I have to take because he's going to make a bunch more money than I'll ever make in two years playing professional football. So he should take classes related to that. My point is that I was like. Henry Ruggs, and guys like Jerry Judy, no matter what Judy did, and we don't, as of this recording at 435 on Thursday afternoon, we don't know what he did yet. Whatever it is, I feel like he should have been educated on things not to do, at least had a semester's worth of classes about shit not to do. That should be the class, shit not to do 102.
1: <laughs> I couldn't agree more. The thing that I, I just, I, I bet that in and all those uh, speakers, that they line up for fall camp and, and, and all the special, I am sure whatever he did, he was told multiple times not to do. I'm sure of it. Uh, And he did it anyway. And and again, I'm not here to slap his, his wrist or, you know, here's, I don't think as Alabama fans, we should be embarrassed about this. There's only one person that should be embarrassed about this. And that's Jerry Judy. The fact that he went to Alabama to me is meaningless here and I say that as a person who, hey, if he, if, if this was an Auburn player, a Tennessee player, a Georgia player, an Ohio State player, I don't care. I, I, I don't think it's a reflection on those schools unless one school is constantly in the media. I'll give you an example. Some of those Urban Meyer teams at yeah. Florida, that's that's different. There were, I'll just be there were a lot of bad apples. There were a lot of turds, flat out turds to say nothing of the murderer that was on the team that, that showed signs of being a murderer while he was there, by the way. Uh, they actually it, it, had
0: a class called how to get away with murder. I think when, when
1: what's his name? <laughs> well, he, he must, he must've slept in that day because he didn't get away with shit.
0: <laughs> he only took half the class cause he only really got away with it for a little while. <laughs>
1: no, I, no, I'm just saying that that's an exception because there were some exceptionally bad dudes and too many of them in that brief period of time. And maybe I think Tennessee in the nineties might've like that. And we've had our, our share of guys that have done some really bad things and not just misdemeanors. I, I, I'm just saying this as fans. I, I used to, when I was younger, I would, this would happen. i go, Oh no. Oh no. Don't, don't, don't make us look like this. And, and now that I'm older, I'm like, who's us. And it's certainly not me and you. And it's not locked Obama. And frankly, it's not Nick Saban who told him a million times not to act like this. I guess just getting back to my law practice, and here we go again. Uh, I saw a lot of good parents who had kids that did bad things, and and I I, I, I refuse to believe it's reflective of their parenting. It, it's just shit that happens. And and and, and I'm you know Jer, Jerry did something wrong. Jerry needs to pay the penalty for whatever the state prescribed penalty is for what he did, but he did not embarrass Alabama. He embarrassed himself and, ah, and, was- and, and he can move on from this quickly. Uh, it's not like he went and murdered 1700 people like Aaron Hernandez did. I,
0: I agree with everything that you said and and I'm all for Jerry Judy paying a penalty. Um, I will say this. It's okay if you're an Alabama fan to be embarrassed a little bit, just like it's okay for me to celebrate when Jerry Judy catches a long touchdown pass next year from Russell Wilson. You know, I feel like those two things do sort of go hand in hand and to a degree. um, And, but my point is again, the NCAA has always said, well, we want to make sure they have the student experience. And I'm like, college is supposed to get you ready for your future jerry judy's future this whole time and i let's let's take jd davison jd was gonna stay at alabama for one year he the only classes he needed to take were coaching basketball like legitimate i took it at alabama because it was a crip course he could take it and actually learn something um or he could take uh you know simple financial management like what? Like about how much you owe in taxes every year if you make X amount of dollars? Or I mean, I'm talking about simple, rudimentary stuff. I don't want him doing my taxes. I just want him to know what's coming when he gets that first big paycheck. And I think that that's fair. And and how to deal with the media? What a great class that would be for some of these guys. Um, how to deal with uh, you know, how social inter a class on social interaction, a class on what friends not to have. Aaron Hernandez being number
1: one. I've um, got a great. I've got a great story when we come back from break about classes to take in Alabama <laughs> like this. And this one, this may be one you haven't you haven't heard before. You've heard a few of my stories, but uh, I got I got a couple actually. Uh, and, and as soon as you said it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember these are these are good. These are good. These are near Luke level stories. Near, I'm not going to overhype <laughs> it. Near Luke level stories.
0: All right, we'll talk about those when we come back. I got to tell everybody about Built Bar. Uh, there's birthday cake puffs now, Bum, ba, da da. imagine dipping your finger into that plastic tub of birthday cake frosting. I don't have to imagine that. I literally buy frosting and eat it with a spoon occasionally, and then opening your eyes and realizing it was only 150 calories. I've never done that before, but it sounds like I'm about to, when I get these birthday cake puffs. That is what it's like to eat one of these birthday cake puffs from Build. Go to build.com, use promo code like 15, get 15% off that order. I'm telling you, I got some birthday cake puffs on the way. They always send us samples. I know they're coming. And I can't wait to try them and tell you all about them. They're only 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, only nine grams of sugar. This limited time flavor is an amazing option if you are looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety in your day. And I know that you're like me and you dig icing, and, but you don't want to weigh 600 pounds. I'm telling you, this is the thing to get. Built Bar. Go there ASAP. Go to built.com. Use promo code. Lock 15, 15% off that order. Built.com, lock 15 for 15% off that order. You know, Jimmy, we were talking about losing weight. And I want you to tell your stories. Um, but I just talked to a friend of mine up the street who's watching my daughter for a minute with while her boys are playing while I'm doing this podcast. And um I said, Man, you've you've lost some weight. And that's always a dangerous thing to tell a woman I know, but i yeah. but I think I find it like I find that they're usually 90% of the time I'm happy to hear it.
1: Like yes well if they're putting in if they're putting in an obvious physical hard work effort to do that anyone should be commended for their hard work and whatever it is that they're doing and if someone's working their ass off to do that uh, i bet they uh appreciate the acknowledgement like wow man you are putting some work in and and you look great
0: well so she did and she said you know i have been working out more but also got that that cryogenic freezing cryotherapy thing. And I was like, Oh my God, I got that worked that well. And she was like, yeah, I'm going to get it. I'm not, people say to me, I'm thin all the time. I'm, I'm not, I'm really tall and lanky and I have a pretty good sized gut for a guy of, of, of me. And I also have this double chin which bothers the crap out of me while I'm watching myself do this podcast. Like it feels like I'm talking with two mouths, like there's one here and there's one here. I'm like alien. I got one mouth and then another one shoots out from the center of the other one to eat birthday cake icing. But, (laughs) but uh, so I might be doing cryotherapy. And if I do, I'll, I'll have a whole pod on that. All right, Jimmy, tell us your stories about uh, Alabama courses.
1: Yeah, I took uh wasn't a quick course to me. It was the funnest class I took at Alabama. And right now, as we speak at Alabama, this is the interim period, which means spring is over. Uh, summer one hasn't started Alabama used to, and I believe they still do. I'm really sure they offer an interim period, which means for the month of May, after the spring, before summer one, you can take one class for the month and stay up here and you get three, just your three credit hours for one class but they offer uh, classes that aren't offered during the fall, spring or, or summer, they're unusual. Uh, and uh, I took, and boy, did this pay off 30 years later for me, sports broadcasting, because I was not a journalism major, I was going to law school. So I, I didn't do journalism stuff in, in, uh, in undergrad, and I wish I had now in retrospect, but I took sports broadcasting and it was so much fun by far the most fun class I had here at Alabama. And there was a lot of kids in it. There was probably off the top of my head, well over a hundred or, or right at about a hundred uh, in the class. And I didn't know anybody going in uh, that I remember, but but I became, that was one of the few classes I took at Alabama where I made several friends at, that that sort of lasted. And uh, we became tight, did stuff after, like, cause you'd be in the one class like all day and then we'd go drink beer and play golf. I mean, it, it was it was fun. So uh, anyway, one of the things we did, so we get to the football part, which of course is everybody's favorite, and uh, we, we were learning to do play-by-play and color of football broadcasts, right? So one of the things, so we had to, to tape ourselves doing it, and then they would play the tape, and then someone else in the class would have to critique it. So like you you did a play-by-play or color, and, then someone in the class would listen to it. It's just one or two plays, something really quick, so the whole class was listening, getting your grade from another student in the class that went, "Well, this was good" or "This was bad." So I'm doing uh, Alabama LSU from the year before, okay, and uh, I, I was I was the color guy, and we had a play-by-play guy, and we gave up about a nine or ten yard play to LSU, and, and like this was the ninety the 1990 game maybe i'm guessing 90 or 91 somewhere in there and uh we gave up some yards on a pass play and uh and i'm doing the color and i'm like all right uh right here the uh uh sophomore outside linebacker antonio london uh he lets this guy go here here here's this guy he lets him go he was watching the quarterback's eyes he he, he goes inside the play goes outside Uh, and and, you know, this is a young linebacker, probably doesn't have a lot of experience in pass coverage, uh, giving up the play first down LSU, he'll get better. So that's, that's sort of my call. Right. And at the time I didn't give three seconds thought to it, but, but we're in class the next day and we're reviewing all this stuff. And it all of a sudden occurs to me, holy shit, Antonio London is in this class. (laughs) (laughs) And, and And I promise at the time I did it, I didn't think about that, or I'm just doing the thing, you know, right, so they play the clip in front of everybody, I mean, this is, the play's up on the screen, it's my voice, it's the play-by-play guy, and then the professor points at somebody to critique it, and he, of course, because apparently he hated me, said, Antonio London, what did you think? And I, like, wanted to run out of the class, I couldn't believe this happened, but to his credit and what a nice guy. And of course I didn't know him. He was not one of those guys I was drinking beer and playing golf with after class, but he was like, uh, he was not. Uh, but he's like, um, yeah, this was a pretty professional. Uh, and I remember him saying this patting myself on the back. I remember him saying, um, yeah, this guy must watch a lot of football. Uh, I remember getting in trouble for this. Uh, they weren't happy with me, uh, in the film room. Uh, yeah, he's pretty good at this because the coaches were mad at me too. And then so the professor's like, girl, stand up. And I'm like, no, (laughs) no. And then Antonio's like, stared me down. And then then I hid, you know, in classes. But that's just one thing I remember from these Crip courses. I'm like, that was the funnest class I ever took, except for the few seconds where I thought Antonio London was going to find me and kill me. Because I was uh, a little critical of a play, but no, what, what a super guy. By the way, he was he was a really good student there, and he was uh, super bright.
0: You know, I, it would have been funnier if you had said, and then I made a run for the door, and he didn't miss that tackle. <laughs>
1: but, uh, hey, but, slightly you know, funnier and more R-rated. Yeah. Slightly funnier and more R-rated. This is a better Luke story. Uh, back then, there was this thing called Playboy magazine that doesn't exist uh, anymore or if it does,
0: it does, but I think it's got like a pregnant man on the cover now. So I mean, it's, it's not exactly something I'm hiding it from my wife for a totally different reason. Now.
1: <laughs> well, there was a uh, the sec edition that came out literally that month. Uh, and there was two or three girls from Alabama that were in the magazine. And back then this was before the internet, you know, this is playboy was kind of a, a bigger deal back before there was naked people all over the internet. But, uh, so I'm in that class, like I said, there's over a hundred people in it. And all of a sudden there's started to be some whispers. Of course, somebody had the magazine, we're in class. and There started to be some whispers that uh, one of the girls in the magazine was in the class and some whispered finger pointing, which is rude and terrible. I wish I could be, you know, 21 years old all over again and not be, and, and I, I was in the middle, I was very interested, you know, but they're, but they're pointing and like this girl up in the front of the class was one of the girls that was in the magazine. And uh, but we're all whispering and trying to be, I don't know, one percent polite about it and not making a thing of it. But the whispers eventually got to a scholarship ball player that was on the basketball team and the whispers got to him. And we're all trying to be polite. This dude, once it got back to him, he stands up and goes, yo, yo, up front, you in that magazine? <laughs> I wanted to crawl under the... Desk. Was she? Yes. Oh, yes. cool. Did he yes. get a date? I don't... I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt... She uh, laughed it off, and she's probably telling the same story to her therapist today. Uh, and, and by the way, I did... Uh, I wouldn't say know her, but uh, before and after, and she was the nicest, most polite. She She was great. Uh and, and hey, that's her decision. <laughs> and, but anyway, I was just like, man, everything that happened to me at Alabama happened in that one month class in the interim. <laughs> I mean, it's there's other month. there's other things as well. Like when I went to law school and, and, and I knew one person and we're pointing at each other across the room on the first day of law school, and I'm like, sports broadcasting in Alabama, <laughs> and we're still great friends to this day. So oh,
0: uh, all right, Jimmy. Let's take a break. When we come back, I, I want to talk really quickly about SEC scheduling, but also drop a few recruiting nuggets uh, from your boy Joseph Hastings there on on three, who's thrown them out there. But right now, I need to tell everybody about Bet Online because you know, Bet Online is the place to go when you want to get that bet in. I always tell you about it. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your sports betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website there. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet Online is where the game starts. All right, Jimmy. Um, <clears throat> SEC scheduling. It's ACC is kind of switching some things around, which has led everybody to talk about what's the SEC going to do. Um, surely, to goodness, they're going to go with the pod system of some. Now they may not call them pods, but I think what they'll do is Alabama's permanent teams will be something like Auburn, Tennessee, and Mississippi State. Auburn, Tennessee, and Vandy. Auburn, Tennessee, Ole Miss. I. They don't need to do Auburn, Tennessee, LSU permanent. For Alabama, that's agree,
1: agree. It would be unfair. I don't think that's fair. And I know people say, well, Auburn, I mean, Alabama is so much better. Why are you worried about anything? Well, because me and you, Luke, we're old. People that listen to this show are young. They have a lot of vitality. The only coach they've ever known is Nick Saban. Uh, and, and, and to them, to, to so many of our great younger viewers, uh, Alabama has been some version of the 1927 New York Yankees for years. Well, me and you are old. And we can remember when it wasn't always this way at Alabama. We can remember when Auburn was actually sort of the 80s team of the decade. And then Tennessee was sort of the 90s team of the decade. And these things cycle around. And we we don't know what's going to happen in the future. But if in the new SEC scheduling, Alabama is ordered to play permanently, Auburn, Tennessee, and LSU, it's a little unfair because – Those three teams historically are really good. They're going to be good again, maybe all at the same time. Uh, I think it's more fair uh, in in terms of everyone in the league should be treated the same. Alabama should not be penalized for how good we've been for 12 years. Uh, I think it should be Tennessee, Auburn, and Mississippi State. That's who Alabama should play every single year and and, and not LSU under what's been now.
0: You know, and we're going to have to go here in a second, so I w- we won't get into recruiting stuff. We can save that for the next time. Um, but I do want to say this. See, people say, why Mississippi State? Of several reasons. First of all, we're the closest to SEC schools in the conference. There's no school that is closer to another school than Alabama to Mississippi State. Secondly, Correct. if I'm not mistaken, we've played them more than anybody else in the we, conference. A-
1: Alabama's played Mississippi State significantly more, than more times than we've played Auburn. I mean, the Alabama, Alabama Mississippi State, I believe, is the second most played a uh, uh, game wow. in the SEC behind Auburn versus Georgia. Yeah, I believe. Uh, so, so that that that's why I'm picking Mississippi State and not Vanderbilt or Ole Miss or, or Arkansas or some other SEC West team. Uh, I, I think there is historical significance to Alabama versus Mississippi State. I'm just saying I don't think it'd be fair for it to be Auburn, Tennessee, and LSU every single year while other teams around the SEC get a Vandy, get an Ole Miss who is historically not great, uh, get even Missouri or or Kentucky who's historically not great. Um, It should just be fair, and it shouldn't be, well, you know how good Alabama is. Give them the toughest permanent opponents. That's Alabama's good right now. It hasn't always been this way, and it won't always be this way.
0: You know, and so I'm just quickly trying to jot these down, then, um, because you got to throw Oklahoma and, and Texas in there, obviously. Uh, so I guess you would have Auburn playing Georgia, Bama, maybe,
1: maybe, who, uh, Ole Miss. Well, if they play Georgia and Alabama, then I'm for the same thing. You can't you can't heap another big time opponent on them. Uh, maybe even a non traditional opponent is fair. I would even go so far as Missouri. Yeah. Uh, for for them, or, um, Arkansas uh, or Arkansas. Mississippi Mississippi State. If Mississippi State's not Alabama, um, Auburn has more uh, tradition with playing some of those East teams, teams that are in the East now un- understanding that apparently going forward, there's not going to be a West and an East and there's not going to be pods. It's, it's the SEC one through 14 pods. If they exist, exist for scheduling purposes only as it relates to football. I don't think yeah. it's going to relate to the other sports.
0: All right, buddy, that's going to do it for this episode. We'll be back come Sunday. Thank you guys, man. We have passed that 1000 threshold on subscribers I'm actually blown by it. We're creeping up on 1100. We appreciate you guys so much. Um, thank you for watching and paying attention. I love all the comments we've been getting, trying to respond to them as fast as we can. I know sometimes people are like, uh, you know, well, you had a couple of comments. Y'all ramble too much. Y'all blah. Well, we do. We ramble. That's what we do. That's kind of what sets us apart. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's not for everybody. We understand that. But we hope it's for you. We hope it is for everybody. And we hope you subscribe even if you don't like us. Even if you were in Jimmy's sport, if you're Antonio London. The proud of Tullahoma, Tennessee. I hope you subscribe to this podcast. Um, nice guy. Right. Nice guy. All right, buddy. Roll Tide.
1: Roll Tide.